0: Sit down, strap in, and granny put your teeth in your pocket. Bleep lap radio powered by Victory Custom Trailers starts now. Hello,
1: welcome back to Lead Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. We will tell you more about the good folks at Victory Custom Trailers in a little while, but uh, this show focuses on Southeast racing, mostly. It can go anywhere, but uh, generally we try to keep it focused on what's going on in the the, uh, Southeast, both Uh, pavement and dirt road course whatever um and tonight we've uh we're gonna focus a, a lot on um the carolina pro late model series we have leland honeyman jr in studio with us in the wsic studio Leland making his first ever appearance on one of our shows i believe um and i can't believe it's taken us this long to get you on
2: yeah thank you tom it's uh great to be here and uh Hopefully we'll have a good show. Well,
1: I'm sure we will. And uh, Leland had a fine run uh, Saturday night at Hickory. Nick Loden won the race, but uh, Leland gave him everything he he could handle. Um, And uh, joining me in the studio also is uh, Noah Lewis. He was in, we record uh, the Inside Pass just before this show on Monday nights. And Noah was in for that show. And uh, he continues to be here because he and I called the action uh, for the Carolina pro late models and the Carolina crate modifieds on, um, Saturday night, which was a lot of fun, and Chris Murdoch, of course, uh, producing us, as always, on Monday night. So uh, I want to say hi to James Mellick. We have not had James in the studio in a while, because he's got a different job now at Spire Motorsports. and uh, I would have, I been able I to would have rather run.
3: been at Hickory on Saturday than sitting there <laughs> twiddling my thumbs at the NASCAR Productions office while I watched it rain. Yeah, that's oh, well. for you. We're
1: exactly right. Well, it's uh, it a good share of raining at Hickory, too, but fortunately... Uh, Keith Graham must have put just enough in the collection the weekend before because uh it was it was nip and tuck, but we got everything in. So I wanna start right away with Lee By the way, we've got an interview with Devin O'Connell coming up later too. Devin's a New England late model racer who ran the opening round of the Carolina Pro series, uh couple of weeks ago, got second and is is uh, he we did a, uh, an interview earlier in the week that uh, we're going to bring you or uh, earlier in the weekend. I should say that we're going to bring you later in the show. Leland, first of all, um, great run on Saturday night. You you started this season running for Lee Falk um, after, you, you know, you've you've raced on and off with your own late model a little bit, but you've had a lot of time off too. Um, how did it feel to get back in the seat, and especially to get an opportunity with a team like Lee Falk Racing? Great bunch of guys.
2: Oh yeah, we um, in 2019 we uh, did some uh, cars tour stuff with uh late model stock, and then we uh, kind of got in a f- couple wrecks, uh, normal cars tour races. But um, yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> there was one race that we had a pretty bad wreck where we had to take off the clip and everything, and so. Wow. Um, then we had a rear end problem the next race. It was the throwback hickory race and, um, blew the rear end and it was kind of tough to fix with money and everything. And, um, we, in 2020 COVID happened and started race season, literally the start before race season and everything. So business got slow and couldn't really put money together to, uh, go racing in 2020 and, um, thought we should save our money and build it towards 2021 so here we are now we uh partnered and are racing with lee folk racing and development right now so we are um kicking it kicking it off really good with the p6 with with the first race and the second race with the p2 so hopefully the next race we're going to go for that win
1: yeah i mean you you were you were in it, that's for sure. I mean, for a little while, I mean, you led the first, uh, what, 40 laps, I think, before Nick finally got you? Something like that.
2: Yeah, it was like 42 or yeah. 43, yeah. and then we led like two after that. Yeah, got that. back to the lead. Yeah. yeah. It, it was tough to beat him. Just say that. he He's a good racer.
3: Yeah, I mean, we saw a little move uh, this last weekend in, in Hickory where where you uh, you kind of hung out to the outside and then crossed him over. Talk about how fun that was. <laughs> mixing it up with a guy that was so good on the top side, and you kind of got his advantage and and took him uh for a crossover,
2: yeah, I don't know if uh Nick saved his tires at all, but he uh sure had a good car and and stuff so did we we had a really good car, but just kind of get to uh p one so um he i don't know we kind of just rolled up together and he kind of rolled up in my lane and we were, i was in his and I just kind of like Moved down to the bottom and got on him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, how, like, we saw his
3: car was really hooked up at the top, you know, running the top around Hickory. Hickory, we, we usually think, is a kind of bottom feeder racetrack. You really have to run the bottom. Is that just something that he has skillfully, or is that something that you guys can maybe adjust on and, and you can get better at running that thing?
2: I mean, the outside, um, you arc your corners a little bit just with, uh, how the rain was and everything, and, um, all the rain running down at the bottom and of the racetrack and all the moisture and everything and I think he found we both me and him found a uh, really good line to run and that was arcing our corners and stuff so um got a better runoff and everything and he he got there and I got there so we just kind of took off from uh third place and the rest of the pack So we'll give uh, the results real quick from Saturday night. Nick Logan got
1: the win in the Advanced Racing Innovation 75 for the Carolina Pro Late Model Series. Leland Honeyman, our guest, finished in second. Caden Quapple, nice run for third. Toby Greenwich, fourth. Amberlyn finished in fifth. Penn Crim, sixth. It was a good run for him. Bryce Carver, seventh. Josh Lauder, eighth. Tim Hollis, ninth. William Sawalich, tenth. Followed by Riley Neal, Tommy Neal, no relation. And Tommy is not the drummer from Motley Crue. Katie Hedinger, thirteenth. Jessica Holiday, fourteenth. Landon Devon, fifteenth. Logan Boyette, Nathan Bird, Chad Malloy, and Gus Dean rounded out the field in the weight model portion of it and junior snow had a great run in the modified event beating out kevin orlando dean louder cody norman and rich Klimarchuk in uh, the carolina crate modified race next race will be two weeks from now right back at the hickory motor speedway so nick's trying for three for three and you'd love to spoil that would you
2: (laughs) yeah we're gonna we're gonna give it our best and i i have high hopes
1: he won last week and two weeks ago went to disney world i think after he won saturday night he just went to Yeah, bed. he's
3: supposed
2: to send me and tom to disney world he just now. went to
1: sleep uh, yeah so yeah we were supposed to go to disney world i don't think he got that memo
2: you know where i went Where'd you go? I went home and went into <laughs> went into bed. Yeah, Actually I went. I went to a cookout to. before. Actually, I seen you guys sheets. sheets. Yeah, yep. Noah Everybody was at sheets. Yeah. That's... Oh,
1: see, that's where we should have went for dinner. We
2: went
3: <laughs> I ended up there. I got in the Wendy's line, and it was like not moving for like ten minutes. And I was like, I'm went going to Wendy's sheets. right next to Hickory after Hickory lets out. Well, yeah, that's, because that's a bad idea. We were going to go to the Waffle House, or as Tom says, the Awful House, but yeah. but we <laughs> they were doing only doing takeout. So then we, I ended up going. Can back you imagine to that a
1: Waffle House
3: doing at ten takeout. o'clock on a Saturday
1: night only so, doing takeout? So
3: I will say, uh, he calls it oh the gosh. Awful <laughs> House, but it, it's it's more often than not the go-to. It's just a Tom day. Baker. Uh, uh, post race spot cuz yeah, the last race we, the last race me and him went to we went to waffle house afterwards waffle yes. house a, is just an it's it's a, a, a go to place <laughs> i stood there right. so long in sheets i saw
2: everybody coming in and out of there i was like <laughs> <Yeah>. man <laughs> <laughs> come on. every racer that was at haker yeah. right, goes to sheets yep. after
1: sheets food is good it is, i like i like the food there yeah but anyway um so you again came back you're running are you doing anything other than the carolina pro series this year
2: um we've actually been looking into that and stuff and um just thinking of races and stuff that are at the end of the year, some big ones and stuff. Maybe talk to Lee Folk about running some of those and stuff. Um, we'll look around for that and see what we can do and try to help our budget a little bit to mm-hmm. run those races, of course, and maybe find some sponsorship to help us push towards that, uh, towards those events and stuff. So, yeah.
1: But you're committed to the full carolina pro series yeah. yes sir so you're gonna yeah. run that for a championship um it, it, and of course you know there's a big race at the end of the year called the snowflake down in florida yep that could be an interesting choice if you can get some sponsorship
2: yeah yeah that would be a really good race you know yep but uh
1: you're, you're doing a nice job how did you get started what got you started in the sport i know i know what you started in but how what got you started why did you start
2: um honestly I was like 4 years old. Yeah. And my first ever race. I honestly have never talked to my dad on how I got into racing. I just know that he had some uh he my dad used to race back in the day oh, and stuff okay. so uh, I didn't know that not not like oval stuff. He re- used to race like drag race boats oh. and uh, Oh wow. boats and cars and stuff and Stuff so yeah, Your Dad could have raced the Hickory on Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. Yeah. if I ever got sick or anything, <laughs> he's yeah. hopping in the car. Well, no,
1: it, was, it could race the boat.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, he could took <laughs> was, a boat or We boat got the ring. Oh yeah, I remember about in it, in not
1: Bristol. The, Bristol is what I was talking about.
3: Oh Bristol, yeah, yeah, yeah you see, definitely could have raced you know, boats out there. You know, I'm having for a, Monday a minute when I
1: completely blow the joke.
3: Well, for a minute, Hickory could have maybe put a little. Well, after our race was over, it could have been turn one and two had like three feet of water. I know, I was just standing there. But, yeah,
1: de- so your dad raced boats. That's interesting. So you just started racing, I think, what, Bandoleros? Is that what you started in, or did you do something before that?
2: No, I did uh, off-road trophy trucks out in uh, Arizona and stuff. Oh, wow. And uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. I used to race those with, like, Haley Deegan yeah. and Riley Herbs and all them. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah, so it was pretty cool. There's a lot of guys now that are, like, top dog and stuff, so I think it's pretty cool. Is that where you're from? Arizona? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, so then you came here and got into the bandos,
2: right? Because yeah, that was the well, first go go cards. Oh, okay. So we, uh, I started out in trophy cards, and then I left those when I was like seven, and I got into a go kart. And who recommended us into a go kart was Michael McDowell. And wow! My dad and his dad are driver. <laughs> yeah, I know he's got a pretty good stats sheet this year. Yeah, yep. I think he won something, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I think so. Because yeah.
1: yep. <laughs> um, the first time I remember meeting you was in, when you were in Bandos. You yeah. were pretty darn good in those.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yep. Now
1: I know why you were a season pro by the time you got to the Bandoleros.
3: <laughs> God. Yeah. So six, six in the first circuit race, second in the second one. That means you're going to go for top spot this time, right? Oh yeah. You got first the notebook place. and everything. Yep. All right.
4: We're,
2: I'm gonna give it my all, and I gave it my
3: all that's these all past do, two races. Right. But oh, you I say, sure it did!
2: Like yeah. trying. The first race was uh, a little hectic for me because my first race back in like a yeah. year and a half. Yeah, August of 2019. <laughs> yeah, a little rusty. We had some test sessions before that, but not much. So
1: we're gonna take a break. When we come back, more with Leland Honeyman, and we got Devin O'Connell coming up too. More of Leland presented by Victory Custom Trailers.
0: After this.
8: For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council.
2: Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
1: see, Jesse would have loved racing on the dirt at uh, oh,
3: Bristol. Yeah. That kid will <laughs> oh, race yeah.
1: anything with four wheels and a motor. That's what I say. Jesse would love and to race anywhere. It, it doesn't yeah. even have to be Bristol dirt. he will be 17. He can do it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse's, uh, Jesse is one talented young racer. You'll be hearing a lot more of him. Okay, welcome back uh, to Lead Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. Hey, if you need a trailer, I don't care if it's A trailer for horses or cows or construction equipment or motorsports, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Whether you're looking to buy new or used, that doesn't matter either. But if you want something that's custom, the place to go for all of this is Victory Custom Trailers com uh victory custom trailers has over 200 new and used trailers in stock and they are so confident in their ability to build you exactly the trailer that you want to your specs that they even put a big old red button right on the home page of their website you can design your own trailer right off their site and they will build it for you they're in michigan but don't let that worry you they will deliver anywhere in the ur the usa wow um they did send one to russia so you know i mean that <laughs> wasn't far off but uh huh. yeah they will they will find you wherever you are don't worry um i mean shoot they spend more time down here now than <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah chris uh chris had owns victory custom trailers his daughter katie has been racing actually raced in uh, the carolina pro series first couple times she's been running limited late models at hickory as well Has a top five in those and uh Doing they a do great all job. types
3: of trailers, right? Horse trailers? Yeah, that's
1: what I said. And she, Yeah, well, of course, we had Katie in the studio, and she told us that uh, she she's really into designing trailers for cows. cows so right. if you have cows and you want a trailer to haul your cows with, uh, just call Katie. Skip Chris and just call Katie. She's got that down. Are um, cows
3: native to Russia, though? Okay.
1: I don't know if there's cows in Russia. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I'll, we'll have to look that up during the uh, next <laughs> break. But uh, they're, they're great folks, and they do a fantastic job with their trailers. So uh, give them a call, victorycustomtrailers.com. Their phone number is right there on the home page. Just call Chris or his staff, and they will fix you right up. Okay. Leland Honeyman, Jr., and uh, we've still got Noah Lewis in the studio. Chris Murdoch, producing, as always, doing a great job. Leland, um, you you came through Bandoleros and um, you kind of went. Did you run Legends at all? I'm trying to remember.
2: Yeah, I ran about. I, guess I ran you did, for a like bit. three months. Yeah. and then NASCAR changed the rules to 12 years old mm. in a for a late model. So uh, we went to go run a oh well, limited late model. Yeah. So I went to go run a limited. late Okay, model. that's
1: what I thought because I knew you weren't in Legends long if you were there. Yeah. Um, so you went straight to late models and and uh, I feel like you had some good runs in it, but. Um, it it kind of seemed like before you really got to the point where you could run up front consistently. Of course, it's only been the last couple of years. You're not. I keep making you. I want to think of you as older than you are. You're only 16 now, right? Yeah. Because you you yep. act older. Um, <laughs> you're mature for your age, and so you've only been running late models for a couple of years, really.
2: Yep. Since I was 13. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And
1: then you had the short season last year because. I mean, Hoban i didn't on run everything this year. I was a so. full
2: time iRacer then. That's right. <laughs> there you go. So were most people at that point. I was too. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah. obviously, you're wanting to go NASCAR. You have to be happy with the way your season started this year because after having had all that time off and not having really run too much of a pro late model type car, um, you've gelled with the Falks pretty quick and come out strong in, in the first couple of races.
2: Oh yeah, the folks have treated me great and uh they've gave me really great equipment this past couple days or races, I mean, and uh we've had really good runs and everything within test sessions. We haven't had anything wrong with the car. They just gave me a great car and uh they're really great to me and they treat me well and I like it over there.
1: Yeah, it's a good opportunity yeah. for you for sure to mm-hmm. to run that series. Um and you're you're planning on maybe doing some bigger races at the end of the year if you can find the right funding what is i mean do you have a kind of a strategy for when you like to be in a say a truck nascar truck anything
2: um we've been thinking about going to arca next year and stuff and uh been looking around and um if i do really good this year then we'll do arca next year hopefully and um stuff so put the funding together for that and Look for some more sponsorships and stuff. And uh, we got Lake Norman Patio and Game Room on there right now and um, stuff in LH Waterfront Construction. Um, that's my dad's company. We build houses and stuff. and um, So, yeah, we have uh, those two sponsors right now. So hopefully uh, next year we'll be in an car.
1: So this just occurred to me. So your dad's company is what now?
2: LH Waterfront Construction. Okay,
1: so if you need a house, go to LH Waterfront Construction. And when you get ready... To do your patio up nice and put your game room in, go to <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, Lake Norman patio and game room. See, there you go. That's yeah.
1: that's business to business right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I
2: know, right? That's
1: way, That's the way to go. Um, and it, you, do you have a driver that you look up to?
2: Cal Bush. <laughs> Cal Bush. Oh Interesting. Boy. He just never gave up at all, and he the haters and people used to hate on him and most of the haters now used to. are used to yeah yeah i mean i mean there's <laughs> That's just, a recurring a little a little less now but everybody has haters i mean yeah uh comes a part of life and everything and but i don't know he just like stood his ground to everybody and won a lot of races and a lot of races yeah. and um i don't know he's ever like 20 i think it was like 2015 i became a cowboys fan and 2014, 2015, and stuff and uh, like that because Monster Energy mm-hmm. and his uh, rowdy drink that he had with Nos and everything. Yeah, I we like I like that yeah. drink. I seen it and go to Lowe's every day and get one of those. <laughs> no, so
3: wouldn't wouldn't that be cool if down the line you could hop in a KBM truck or something like that? I mean, that would be
2: that. That's my dream, right? Yeah, there. that's yeah. right. Yep, getting in that getting Go in that program, oh, getting yeah. in that
3: program is pretty big.
1: And they have to build a lot of houses for that. Yep, it's uh, his trucks are the most expensive on the circuit, and yep. you know the way they're running this year, you can see why because <laughs> <laughs> John Hunter is running pretty well, and Kyle's already won one, and um, you know the eighteen. Uh, unfortunately, uh, man, I tell you, I feel bad for he Young Master Chandler Smith because he just, I mean. Yeah. Man, he just cannot catch a break. But, um, do you have a certain, uh, do you have a bucket race that you'd like to race in? It doesn't have to be a stock
2: car race. Is there a, if you
1: could, is there a certain race that if you could, if you could run it, you would, you would like to run it?
2: I like to run like a Baja 1000 or 500 race. I think that'd be really cool Mm -hmm. just because I grew up racing those trucks and I never really got to full size. So, um, I I don't I don't know. It's just like how the suspension is, shocks and everything just running through the whoops and up and down and everything. I feel like it'd be pretty cool and just to partner up with like BJ Baldwin or something. Yeah. Really good guy and stuff. Uh, I also look up to him. He's pretty cool and stuff. So yeah.
1: Do you still get to keep track of all those series?
2: Yeah. Um I have like a really a couple good buddies that race in uh stuff uh, in the dirt series and they were ra- top top dog and stuff. So yeah. You mentioned talk, you know, maybe
3: wanting to go into ARCA stuff. Would you want to go like ARCA West type deal? Would, is that something that would interest you to go back west, or do you kind of want to hang around east?
2: I'd rather hang around east. I yeah. mean, if I ran a west race, it'd be uh, Phoenix, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but Sonoma uh, out there too. Yeah, Sonoma, yeah. Yep, the road course. I like to do a road course race yeah. in an ARCA car. And an Arca car be a little different than uh,
3: some rally truck stuff, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nevertheless, well,
1: yeah, we're only a couple. Might get a chance at some point. Um, you you said that you work for your dad's
2: business. What do you do at sixteen for your dad's? Um, it's kind of it's complicated. I would say like part time project manager, mm-hmm. but not so part time. <laughs> Um, project manager. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That is complicated. I, I kind of do like, if we do something ourselves, like today we were digging footings for the basement and, um, stuff. So we do that sometimes, like do some stuff on our own instead of subbing it out with, uh, contractors or something. And, uh, or sometimes I'll be on the job site telling them what to do. Well, my dad's not there, or he's out running errands.
1: How long have you been time. doing that? That seems like, I mean, I know you, you know, obviously digging or whatever, but project management is not, I mean, that's something people go to school for in that field. What? How long have you been doing that?
2: I mean, uh, this was our first house, and I kind of, or... Actually, we my dad used to build houses out in Arizona, and then when we moved here, we started remodeling houses because oh. uh, he just wanted to try it and see how it went, and he wanted to build out here. He just didn't know when, so he we started building as of last year in November, started building again, and uh, he's been building since 1994 and wow. stuff, so he built multiple custom homes out in Arizona, like high-dollar homes, like $2 million and stuff, and yeah. With race shops, what we want.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, now it makes sense why you're so mature. You're out 16 years old telling people what to do on a yeah. work side.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I just kind of like this first house that I've actually done when I was born was uh, – it was kind of nice to like what my dad was telling me on how everything worked and what to know and everything and just going over like a general contractor's book and everything to mm-hmm. get my GC when I turn 18. And, um yeah.
1: Interesting. Wow. Uh, Real quick, hit your sponsors for us. Uh, Lake Norman Patio
2: and Game Rooms and uh, L.H. Waterfront Construction.
1: And uh, Lee Falk Racing is the team that you're racing for. Where can fans find you on social media?
2: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at uh, Leland Honeyman Jr. And on Instagram, Leland Honeyman Jr. And on Facebook, my racing page is Leland Honeyman Racing. And my personal page is Leland Honeyman Jr.
1: Okay, so a good opportunity for all of you to go follow him and keep track of what he's doing. I suspect that we're going to have him on again um, before an awful long time, because I think uh, we usually try to get the winners on. We're going to bring Nick back, because I was afraid he would have scooted off to Disney World or some other (laughs) exotic place (laughs) And then didn't take us. And then didn't take us. But um, we we usually try to have the winners from Carolina Pro on, so... um, We'll uh, definitely look forward to having you on at some point again soon to talk about a win, because we know you're going to get one yeah. if you keep doing
2: what you're doing. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. That
1: is Leland Honeyman. And uh, we're going to actually, uh, when we, we get back from this break that we're coming up on, we're going to hear from Devin O'Connell. And Devin is a driver, as I mentioned earlier, out of New England who uh, came down here to run the first Carolina Pro Race. He'll be back down this week, and that's why I wanted to have him on. Okay. He's coming back for the Easter Bunny Doubleheader this Friday and Saturday at the Hickory Motor Speedway. Two nights of racing, two features, both nights for ACT and uh, Pass National. Going to be a great show. Back with
0: him after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Lap presented by Victory Custom Trailers. If you want or need a trailer for any purpose, Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go. You can even design your own custom trailer right off their website. There's a big old button right on the home page. VictoryCustomTrailers.com carries trailers for not only motorsports, but a variety of other uses as well. They have over 200 new and used trailers and transport in stock and of course as i said you can design your own custom trailer as well they will build it very meticulously to your specifications and make sure that you are happy with what you get they can deliver anywhere in the continental u.s so no reason to look anywhere else for your next trailer you can just go to victorycustomtrailers.com as we continue with Uh, This week's episode of Lead Lap, we have Devin O'Connell joining us. Devin is actually a New England-based racer, but he uh, came down south here a couple of weeks back for the Carolina Pro Late Model Series opener and is also planning to return for the Uh, historic Easter Bunny race, the annual Easter Bunny race at uh, Hickory Motor Speedway for the past super late models. And uh, Devin has been a racer for a long time, has won a bunch of stuff in several levels here, and um, good opportunity to uh, chat with him as he gets ready to make his uh, return down here to the south to uh, take on the south's best super Late model racers at the Easter Bunny. Devin, welcome back to the show. It's uh, good to talk to you again. And first of all, um, I want to talk about what's current. And what's current is that you started your season uh, coming down here a couple of weeks ago. You got there for the Carolina Pro Late Model Series opener. And you walked off with a nice podium finish. Uh, Good run for you at uh, Hickory here recently.
5: First off, thanks for having me on, Tom. And, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it was an awesome run. Um, it was our first race uh, with a new Ford City race car. Um, and uh, to come off right off the gate with a uh, with a top three finish, um, especially at a field like that, it was a 27-car field. So um, it's an awesome start, um, knowing that we have really, really good equipment behind us. And uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, what the Easter Morning um, – what the East Bunny has for us, um, I think we're going to have a stout piece. Um, I know Shane Tesh, uh, he's been, uh, him as a crew chief, has been very uh, successful with uh, a lot of drivers with, uh, with the Port City Chassis in the past series, has had a lot of wins, a lot of top three finishes. So I think we're going to go down there and we're going to have, we're going to be able to be a serious contender and, uh, you know, one of the, one of definitely one of the most stacked fields you're going to see all season long.
1: Talk a little bit about uh, your background for those who aren't familiar with you. How did you get started in racing and kind of briefly walk us through your career to date?
5: So I started off with the Wild Thing Kart Series up at Stafford Motor Speedway. Uh, it's a Monday night kart program that they run on the little fifth mile that they have um, in the center of the racetrack. And then from there, we moved up to the Allison Legacy North Series. Um, and then we ran two years with that, and came down to North Carolina. I ran three years running the uh, the Allison Legacy South, um, 2014. We uh, we won a championship there. From then, I decided to do a season in Legend Cars, um, and managed and managed to walk away with a whole bunch of wins. 40, uh, I think, 42 to be exact, in a year. And then uh, and uh, we had six championships, including the uh, Oval National Championship and the Road Course World Championship that season. Um, from there, 2016, we moved up to the American-Canadian Tour. Um, that was my first season moving into a late model. Um, and we got Rookie of the Year there. And then after that, we um, we decided to put together our own Super Late Model program. So we started running for the Grand Estate Pro Stock Series. I did two seasons with that. 2000, I'm sorry, three seasons, uh, 2017 to 2019. We won a championship in 2018 with the Grand Estate Series. And now we just kind of run almost like an outlaw schedule. Um, and I'll be honest, it's sort of an accident, but uh, we, we uh, obviously I put the schedule together for this season and uh, I was like, oh, we're going for the past national championship. I didn't realize it. And then uh, so now uh, so we're running for the past national championship along with doing, you know, races with the Grand Estate Series. We have a car store race mix in there. We plan on doing an All-American 400 Snowball Derby. Um, I, I drive a tour type modified for a, uh, for uh, Dale Holdridge up here. He's, uh, he lives right in my town. So we're going to do the uh, – we plan on running the whole tri track schedule. So it's going to be a pretty busy year this season.
1: It sounds it, and it sounds like you uh, definitely are in for some nice variety, too, both in tracks and also in types of cars because you've got the modified mixed in with the late models and, of course, a lot of different uh, series for both uh, types of cars. Um now you do you have you own your own cars you build your own cars right they're all ports they're they're port city cars but you basically build your own cars you own your own cars and um you have your own team that you operate
5: uh for the weight model side of it right yes sir yeah it's it's basically me my father and then i get my best friends involved and uh we uh we we love to go down and uh, we'll get some help with the port city we'll have shane tash come and uh help us crew chief once in a while, or even Gary will come and, uh and give us some really good track support, which um, and they've been nothing but fantastic toward us. Their customer support is second to none. So um, yeah, so, but uh, yeah, we build everything in shop, um, you know, and then uh, we, uh, we go and race and we see how we stack up is against these bigger teams. And, um, you know, so far we we've done pretty well. So we're constantly learning day by day. We're always trying to improve um, and get our own program better. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of fun, especially when the, you know, we come back with some great results and, uh, you know, it, it, we can really kind of pat ourselves on the back cause it's, it's more than just a driver. You know, we, we got in the shop, we did the work, we did our, we did our homework and, uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's a team effort every single race that we go to.
1: Yeah. You're the work ethic of you and, and your team is definitely second to none. Um, what kind of driver would you say that you are? Talk about yourself in terms of, uh, you know, if somebody was looking to put you in their stuff or whatever, what kind of driver are they going to get with Devin O'Connell?
5: Oh, man, that's a, this is the first uh, I've been asked that one. Um, I, I go to win. It's and that's, that, that's the best way I could put it. You know, I'm, I'm, i don't need to go and tear stuff up because i know what it takes to rebuild you know race cars from you know bend in the front clip and let's face it nobody likes to do that yeah so uh you know i'm going out there to win but at the same time you know i want to get the car home in one piece you know obviously you know i you're gonna get you're gonna get some donuts on the body might lose a fender once in a while but (laughs) um you know that's that's part of the that's part of the race deal. but uh you know um that's just it you know i want to try to win if we show up and we're off i'm gonna try to figure out how to get the car better and uh and then you know give us a realistic shot to uh when feature com comes around that we have a chance to win it um you know there's a you know anything can happen at a race it's uh you don't give up until the checker flag waves
1: um that's that yeah and i think that's you gotta really be thinking about the end of these races and i know up in New England, uh, and a lot of our audience probably isn't real familiar with New England racing in terms of a lot of the tracks and the drivers that um, that run there on a regular basis. But, um, you know, you guys are – that's a very competitive, very uh, intense region of the country for uh the late models and and uh, they've always called them pro stocks up there but uh, yes. i think now everybody's kind of starting to to get the super late model thing going but um you know a lot of uh, big time drivers uh you know f- over the years just the names that have come out of those tracks um and not so much that they've gone to nascar but just you know, a lot of them just made big names for themselves racing in New England. So when you guys come down here, um, and not just yourself, there have been numbers of drivers, Derek Griffith and, and and Sean, all these guys that come down out of New England to run, um, you know, with our superweight models down here, boy, a lot, a lot of competition. And, and uh, you definitely had a good run uh, a couple of weeks ago at Hickory in the, in the pro race, it kind of came to you. It was, it was like you were, um, you were competitive the entire race, but definitely didn't seem to be, um, you know, wasting the car early, but boy, when it counted late in the race, you were there.
5: Yeah. And, you know, I, I think the tracks in new England do help with that because Hickory as anybody knows it, it's wore out. It is old, old asphalt. It's bumpy. It's, abrasive and a lot of the tracks that we race up north are are very much the same way they're smaller race tracks they're abrasive they're rough you got to save equipment um so you know there was almost it was almost like a little bit of a home feeling believe it or not because it's like i'm so used to racing on tracks that are aggressive like that you know you got to really be up on the wheel at the same time by up on the wheel i mean you got to be ultra ultra smooth at the same time you got to have a lot of throttle control. You got to be, um, sl- you know, slow on the wheel. You got to make sure that you're get- You got to know where the bumps are. And uh, you know, fortunately, I'm lucky. I've had a lot of laps in Hickory back when I was racing the Allison Legacy. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Back. Yep. Back in uh, back when I was younger. You know, 2013 or, yeah, 13 and 14. So, I, I you know, I, 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 know I already had the basis of where the tracks are. But you know, when we got tracks like up here, you know, we got Hudson, we got Mad Knock that are just rougher than rough. A uh, C con is another good one, um, and these are even smaller than Hickory. I mean, oh, you're yeah. taking you're taking a motor half the time. You're not even full throttle. You're not even close to full throttle. Right. So, you know, it, you know, you got that home feeling at the same time. And what's great is that we're going to be able to take that information that we learned from Hickory, and we're going to be able to bring it right back up here. You know, a little tweak here, a little tweak there, and I know that we're going to have a really, really good car um, just about anywhere that we run.
1: Well, I mean you seem to run well. I remember last year you were running I think it was at Dillon Motor Speedway and you had a good run there. I mean you you just are able to adapt to tracks very quickly and uh and again as a driver it, for you it's always been about getting to the end. The legacy experience I feel like may have helped that too in a sense because uh, maybe not so much, obviously, in distance because the legacy races aren't as long as most of the late model races are. But um, it seems like that uh, the legacy cars are in many ways just a smaller scaled down late model uh, car. And I think a lot of the um, the the driving style and, and the thought even about setup um, is at least somewhat
5: translatable, right? You know, yes and no. Uh, Here's the thing about the Legacy car, and this is, in my opinion, from driving Legend cars, Legacies, late models, except those were by far the hardest developmental car to drive. The Legacy? You know, there was 1,600 pounds, no sway bar, momentum-based, not a whole lot of grip. Um, The thing with a Legacy car is that if you made a mistake, it was costly. You know, you were in the wall. You, you didn't just lose a couple tenths on the racetrack. You hit something. Interesting. Um, so, you know, I raced the North Series with those cars, and then I raced the South Series with those cars. I got a lot of really, really good track time um, at tracks that I still race at today. So that really helped when I moved into the late model ranks. And then the Legend car, when I moved up to the Legend car, it was that whole adapting experience. You know, we raced all over the, you know, from Texas to Maine and everywhere in between with the Legend car. So, you know, I'd show up to several tracks where I only raced there one time. And, you know, the practice that I got before the race, that's how much time I had to learn the racetrack. Yeah. So a lot of it wasn't even going to the racetrack, just figuring it out. I was at home looking up YouTube videos, just doing my homework, you know, just 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 that way. I had an idea of what it was like to get to the racetrack. And then once I got there, it's like, OK, now I just got to kind of see where where I could be better Than what I saw on the YouTube was the guy who was, you know, the fast, the dominant car. It's like, well, that dominant car is going to be there. Yeah, I got to beat him. So I had to figure out ways once I got there where I could find another half a tenth, you know, quarter tenth here and, you know, stuff like that. So now when I take that same, you know, mentality and put it into the late model, never mind now with the setup and so on and so forth, you know, I can always find a track where I can take a general note, put a baseline in it. And then from there, it's like, you know, you usually get a practice day before a lot more practice than let's just say a legend car. Yeah. But I can at least, you know, now it's like now I, I adapt, adapt my driving style to that track and then see how to I can get the car to where we're putting it. You know, I don't even care about top of the board. How can I get it to last 150, 200 laps, so on and so forth? That's where it matters. I would, uh, I definitely can relate to that. And, uh,
1: now does, so you're, you're planning to come back down here, uh, for the Easter bunny event and run in super late model trim, um, is Hickory, uh, in a pro late model and Hickory in a super late model essentially the same thing i mean the track obviously doesn't change but can you can you translate knowledge considering that the pro obviously is a little less horsepower it's different tires whatever um how much of what you can learn uh running the carolina pro race gets easily translatable to the easter bunny race
5: in the super so it's so funny that you say that because with the the Pro All Star Series deal, it's become almost a primarily a crate deal. So believe it or okay. not, we're actually taking the same car that we ran oh, wow. in the Carolina Pro to uh, to the Easter Bunny. So we're still running a Pro Late Model engine, um, and uh, basically the only difference is that I got to put my six fifty four barrel on there versus my five hundred two barrel. Gotcha. Um, so it's going to make about sixty more horsepower. Nothing really crazy the tire is a little different. Um, now we're running on the P 25 P 48 compound versus the F 45. So, um, you know, I th- we're going to have to change our load numbers just a little bit. Um, since the, the P those P series tires are a little softer um, that way, you know, you know, it's basically just getting it to last. Yeah. Um, there's a couple little rule changes, obviously with the suspension and stuff like that, you know, versus Carolina pro to a, to a, to a pass car, but you know, there, so we'll have to adapt to that, but we, you know, we can at least get everything to where we need it to be, and have, and we have a really solid notebook going in um, to where we know that when we pull it out of the trailer, we're going to have a really solid piece.
1: Well, it sounds, uh, like a winning combination for sure. And I know that, uh, you enjoy running at Hickory, as you said, kind of, a uh, back home feeling for you. I also know that you can't do any of this by yourself. And before we get to the rest of your schedule and what your plans are for this year, uh, real quick, let's, uh, hit the sponsors and thank yous.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Sealor Corporation is my number one. They've, uh, uh, they they've been awesome this year helping me get cars together as well as SignWork New England uh, Keith and Jake Matheson up in uh, New Hampshire they've been uh, uh, any stickers that you see on my car uh, that's that's from signworks New England they've been a great supporter of mine um, as well as uh, you know I, I'll give them a shout out I didn't do enough races last year to give them a really big shout out the PFC brakes um, we got all PFC brakes on our cars this year um, and they have been absolutely phenomenal so shout out to Chris Dillbeck and those guys over there for building one heck of a product. Um, you know, all my friends and stuff like that, that come to the racetrack with me, you know, I got, you know, my friend Kaylee, she's my full-time spotter this year. Um, you know, Joey, Jeff Champagne, Nick Jones, uh, Brian Iwaniac, just anybody that's coming to the racetrack and I can name off a bunch more that, um, you know, I, I can't think off the top of my head cause you know, uh, but you know, without those guys, you know, helping me out as much as they do, I wouldn't be where nearly where I am today. Cause I mean, these are complicated race cars and, uh, it takes a group effort to get them together and uh, and and to maintain them and, and get them fast. So, um, you know, Port City race cars, obviously, Shane Test, Gary Crooks, um, they've all been so so helpful for us this year um, as far as learning their race cars very very quickly, um, how to adjust them. You know, the differences between my my, my last my Hampty cars from last year versus this, and uh, you know, I, I, it's been such a great experience working with them, and I'm really really looking forward for the rest of the year
1: okay so in addition to uh running the the past national uh series for points um you're going to be running some modified races and uh, a couple of modified series talk about the rest of the schedule for devin o'connell for 2021 as long as obviously everything works out right
5: yeah absolutely so i mean with the uh with the modified deal we're racing the tour type car with uh with dale holdridge again um i can't thank him enough for uh put me in the car again this year um it's a totally new experience and uh you know uh, I, I haven't been much of an open wheel racer in the past so to, to, to learn a whole nother uh, style of racing you know i'm always down to i'm always down to learn something new and it, it's a lot of fun so uh you know big horsepower big tires it's uh on a especially with the tri-track little bull rings so uh, it's a uh, you know you get a lot of really really talented racers in there and uh really aggressive talented racers so it's a lot of fun and uh you know so we plan on doing the full tri-track series this year, if everything goes all right, um, um, as well as doing some stuff with the Grand State Pro Stock Series. You know what? Let's pull up the schedule real quick. It'll make things a lot easier.
6: <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we got some stuff with like the Grand State Pro Stock Series. We're going to run the opener at Stafford. We got uh, a race of Manatnock and a few others. Uh, some additional past series races, just various past north races um then we got races like you know the motor mountain masters at jennerstown the car store race at jennerstown um another one of my favorite racetracks um you know we got um tri-track open i'm sorry i already mentioned that you know the all-american 400 uh snowball derby um just uh just a whole bunch of various shows this year that we're gonna do and uh you know as much as we love going for a title um you know at the same time we like taking checkered flags and uh you know, that's where you really kind of get your name out there, um, at least nowadays from what i am seen short track racing, is uh, how many checker flies can you take in a season? So we want to go out. We want to be a contender every single race. Um, we want to show that it doesn't matter where in the country that we show up to um, that we're a threat to win. And, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to work our butts off this year and, um, you know, we're going to make it happen in every way possible. Okay. Devin
1: O'Connell racing.com is the website real quickly. Where can they find you on social media?
5: Absolutely. You guys can follow me on uh, Facebook and that's also Devin O'Connell racing. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at underscore Devin O'Connell. Um, that's, uh, that's where, uh, my content goes. I know my Instagram needs some work, so I got to start posting on there a little more. So, but, uh, that's where you're going to find me primarily. Um, Other than that, um, yeah, just uh, you got my website and so on and so forth, and uh, we'll guys will keep everybody updated throughout the season.
1: Devin O'Connell, and uh, we're going to step aside, and we'll come back with more of Lead Lap presented by Victory Custom Trailers. Right.
0: How to be a great dad in fifteen seconds.
7: That's 302-827-2054. Louis Meineke Car Care Center, rev up your career.
6: You hear that?
3: Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser
0: Radio. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back to lead lap presented by victory. <laughs> Custom you one? Well, you know, we do the inside pass before this show and yeah. I almost said, welcome back to the inside pass.
3: And well, then we'll throw in a motorsports. Madness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just our uh, <laughs>
1: Thursday show just for good measure. And then I've also got inside groove, inside um, groove. as if I needed more. Um, but anyways, uh, happy to be with you. Of course, uh, from the WSIC studios, Tom Baker, Leland Honeyman Jr. Still in studio with us. Noah Lewis also still here. And uh, Chris Murdoch still (laughs) producing as well. It would be bad if I
3: wasn't still here. Yeah, that would be a
1: bad uh, thing because I don't think I could produce this show and host it at the same time. We'll call Tim. (laughs) We've got just a few minutes left in the program. It's always fun to put our guests on the spot a little bit um, and do a little bit of rapid fire. Leland's eyes
3: just got big. So
1: Leland Honeyman...
3: You never know what's going to happen here.
1: No, because I don't even know what I'm going to ask till I ask it. <laughs> yeah. So here's here's the quest. first question. If you could keep three apps and only three apps on your cell phone, Ooh. if that's it, which ones are you keeping?
2: Man. Does phone count as an app?
3: <laughs> like the like calling? <laughs> yeah. No.
2: It's a phone. Oh. So
3: like, yeah. Okay. And neither is texting. Get texting up to the mic.
2: closer. It. There uh, you go. Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat.
3: No Facebook. For
2: oh, wait. Wee-win. No, no, no. I, I didn't mean to say Twitter. I meant to say Facebook. My bad.
1: No Twitter yeah, a for Wigwind. And you don't get oh, to change yeah. that to your final answer. Okay.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> so now you have to delete the other. No, I'm just kidding.
1: What color is your toothbrush?
3: <laughs>
2: Blue. <laughs> <laughs>
1: pineapple, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? And why?
2: Ooh, no. No. Because it ruins it. Yes. That's correct. Favorite beverage? dr pepper or sweet oh man sweet tea
3: Oh, sweet tea yeah
1: <laughs> he's so indecisive with these okay if you if, if you could if you if you had to be stranded no, on an island if you had to be stranded on an island with just one musical Genre? playlist oh. what what would be on what would be in the playlist
2: like what artist
1: sure what would be in your playlist
2: I'm like definitely, definitely the baby. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Out of Charlotte. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Um, I don't know. I like some '80s stuff. It just depends on the vibe. And then you got some rap, hip hop stuff. I like some old hip hop and some old rap. Um, I don't know. Kanye West and mm. let's see.
1: I was about to say I didn't know there was such a thing as old hip hop, And then he said Kanye, and it went, "Yeah, I guess there is." Yeah.
2: Yeah, Kanye, and then I don't know. Okay, um, if there were a
1: sandwich named after you, oh. what would the Leland Honeyman sandwich have on it? That what? Uh,
2: question. lettuce, cheese. Um, <laughs> no honey. <laughs> nope, no no <hen>. honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was a giveaway. That would be on I the knew side. That was coming. That'd be on the side. <laughs> Leave
3: it
1: to
2: Noah. Yeah. Uh, lettuce, cheese. You know, I'm always thinking so far. Nuts.
1: That's a very healthy
2: sandwich. Lettuce and cheese. Is that? Are you naming <laughs> your favorite sandwich? Lettuce, <laughs> lettuce, cheese. lettuce, cheese, turkey, and uh, mayo. What okay. is the
3: strangest thing you've ever eaten? Ooh.
2: Macaroni and cheese with ketchup. Ugh. Oh. Oh, I've done See,
1: that. See, that's not to me. That's not really strange. I like. I guess the ketchup, ketchup part would be a little it, it honestly. But that's like people who put vinegar on fries. Why would you oh, ruin yeah. French fries people like do,
3: that? Either. I don't do
2: that. I don't that's a thing. I can't stand
1: thing. the smell of vinegar.
2: It's a big Maryland oh, thing. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, I just Smelly. don't get it. Did you like the mac and cheese with ketchup? It depends on the vibe. Like I don't know. Like there, <laughs> <laughs> what there'll be what do you mean some... by the vibe. What? I don't know. <laughs> the day of the like, week or <laughs> or honestly, what your you're feeling? Tasting. Yeah, what you're feeling? Like you know how when you you're like, what do I want to eat today? You know. But do you
1: ever eat mac and cheese without ketchup?
2: Yeah, oh. of course. So no, the
1: ketchup is like, it just depends if you feel like ketchup or not? Yeah. Or, uh, okay.
3: I want to know this. When did you come to North Carolina area, or the South in general? 2015. Okay, so was sweet tea then? Did you like start liking sweet tea, or did you like sweet tea on the West Coast too? I mean, I was like 10 years old. <laughs>
2: <but> yeah? <laughs> uh, no. So beer really. wasn't an option, see? Well, <laughs> so sweet tea is, yeah. Dr. Pepper. It, it has always been Dr Pepper or Sweet Tea, but I've been cutting out Dr Pepper a lot, just because mm-hmm. I don't buy it at all. And if I go somewhere, it'll have to be like late at night. What'd you or something get the other night
3: actually. at Sheets? Because I think you've got a drink, didn't you?
2: Um, I actually got one of those orange cream like uh, oh. frozen drinks because mm-hmm. I like the like popsicles and everything. So I was like, "Ooh, this is neat. Let me get this." So I got that, and is that like a slushy? It's like a frozen yeah, frozen slushy, yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good.
3: Bucket list racetrack.
2: Ooh. Um, five flags. Five Flags. Wow! Wow! Okay,
0: interesting. You I said like, you
1: were good on there on
2: Iris Yeah, I love. I don't. I don't know. I just love it. I like. like I, I like Five Flags and USA.
3: USA, which it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't ex- exist, doesn't exist anymore. anymore. It Doesn't exist anymore. But I wish because that's a really fun track.
1: So we need to get. Uh, we need you to get a sponsor and go around the snowflake. Then, if you're that's we got to put you to the test to see if you can really drive Five Flags as well as you do on the sim.
2: Yeah. Yep. I'll I'll do it. If if I can make up the money for it, then I will. I'll do it. Hit your sponsors one more time. Lake Norman Patio and Game Room and L.H. Waterfront Construction.
1: That's Leland Honeyman Jr. Next week, we're going to talk some dirt. We've been neglecting that a little bit here on this show. We're going to go back to uh, the dirt tracks and uh, Walter Tapp is going to join us next Monday night and uh, we're going to talk some dirt track stuff. So, um, hope you uh, will join us for that. We've also got Motorsports Madness coming up on Thursday. And if you missed any of this show or the, in, the inside pass, you can go to Race Chaser Radio on any Podcast platform, and uh, they'll be up tomorrow for you, so you can listen to them on demand. Noah Lewis, good to have you here. Great job on Saturday with a lot of fun calling me the Carol Pro Race with you.
3: Especially when you got guys like Leland putting on a good show. That was it was a great show. Yeah, I mean, was. I
1: feel like that was a a really really exciting race all the way through. You guys were not saving anything from the start. It
2: felt like they were pushing you all around the racetrack. At first, I was kind of saving some tires, but not not much. Yeah, I mean they. I kind of saved a little bit too much and then I kind of just like pushed it from then on. So,
1: yeah, it was a definitely a good run for Leo, and We'll be back uh, next Monday talking dirt track on Lead Lap. Have a great week, everybody. I'm Tom Baker. So long.
0: You've been listening to Lead Lap Radio powered by Victory Custom Trailers, the leaders in custom trailer sales and service. Design your own custom trailer at victorycustomtrailers.com. Lead Lap Radio is a Race Chaser Media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And visit racechasermedia.com.